Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We're here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. I'm Fisher and I'm here with one of my co-hosts, Encrusty. Hey, everyone. I am back this week after a uh, short hiatus of one week because I've, uh, I've been not been well, but I'm back this week. I've taken my lem sip and my medicine and I'm here. He's back I'm still to not take great, the reins but, um, and uh, control the chaos, which was myself and Keeney. Yeah, Unfortunately, he is now, back because otherwise you'd have had just me. And now Keeney's no not well as well either. So um, he, he uh, managed to get through it last week, but not this week. And now I'm back. But yeah, tagged in. <clears throat> two-man pod again but yeah i will apologize if i go on mute you hear any coughing in the background i do apologize because i uh he's a hero and he's he's back i i will still be coughing a little bit but hopefully i should be all right for the duration of this podcast um which is talking about wwe raw and smackdown this week yes. um a bit of a build up to war games maybe a little bit of that in there some predictions early predictions maybe so i can steal some ideas from Frax <laughs> fisher yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, should we start with SmackDown? Yeah, let's start with SmackDown then. Um, let's start with the open up because that was sort of the big thing from the show, really, and also was a great match. Uh, advertised yeah. in advance, we knew we were getting the New Day and the Usos one more time for the tag team titles. And I love the story of this. I suggested it a couple of weeks ago that I think they would do this because the New Day are going to be desperate to hold on to their record. I think it makes total sense that they went for this. Yep. Um, and obviously, I think it was the right result with the Usos retaining their titles and breaking the New Day's record, uh, passing their their previous one. So that officially passed one on Monday. Done. But yeah, it was a really, really good match. And as usual, these two teams put on a great show, didn't they? Yeah, I really enjoyed this. I liked the finish. Uh, with the 1D as Kofi jumped off the top rope. That was really cool. And yeah, yeah, these guys don't miss. I mean, I did get quite critical a little while back where they were just having match after match and it seemed like no other team was ever going to have uh, have a chance. But I really, really enjoyed this. Um, and it was a change, I guess, from, from what we'd had in previous weeks. Um, what do you think they go on to do now? I mean, obviously we've got war games in the way, but but maybe after that, what do you think is the the course? Yeah, it'd be interesting because obviously war games they'll, they'll be in the war games match. Um, that's pretty much confirmed at this point. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see who they face afterwards. Um, Something that maybe... just popped in my head. Um, yeah. Where are the street profits gone? 
I was thinking that because they haven't been on TV for weeks. Um, no, not heard anything about an injury or anything. Maybe they're no. rebranding themselves. I don't know. Maybe it's a bit of strange. They've gone quiet. But yeah, there's not too many obvious tag teams to face next. Um, there's a possibility that maybe the Brutes feud will continue. Um, unless they'd push the Sami Zayn Kevin Owens thing soon, but I don't. Think I wouldn't mind. Yet. See, I've said it before. A Drew and Sheamus. Tag Drew and Sheamus, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I, that I'm could not be sure. A realistic tag team to beat them as well. The Viking Raiders. Now that they're back, maybe. I I'm not really sure. Um, I'm not as much as they're good. I'm not convinced they would beat the Usos. Oh no, I'm not saying they should win. I'm just saying that they could be the, I next, was, uh, the next few for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because we haven't really seen that. I don't think you know. Not in a long time, anyway. Um, yeah, but really yeah, really good, really good match. And I thought the commentary from Michael Cole in this match was really, really good. Talking about the history between the two teams, the previous matches, like the Hell in the Cell match that they had, and the story between um, sort of Kofi Mania. They talked about that, where the Usos forfeited their in the tag team gauntlet to set up Kofi getting his run. Um, there's some really, really good stuff callbacks in this match and uh yeah really really strong opener i was surprised they didn't main event the show i was like wow we're opening with this um but still a really good way to start smackdown started off really strong yeah definitely really enjoyed this um should we talk well since we started talking about the start of the show should we go on to the end yeah so basically uh, as soon as this happens uh the usos go backstage and they celebrate with roman uh, and then Roman said, I've got something I need to address later on. Um, and obviously that was the sort of main event segment of the show. He comes down full entrance with the bloodline. Sami Zayn, by the way, was not there this week because he had, I think he had some uh, a death in his family or something like that. Um, so he had some personal issues to sort of get to. I'm not exactly sure what it was, but it's something like that. Um, and uh, so he was away for that reason, um, which they did acknowledge on commentary. But the rest of the bloodline were all there in full, and there were a lot of We Want Sammy chants at one point. Um, but uh, we got basically the setup for the men's war games match here, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. So I really enjoyed this segment, actually. Um, Brawling Brutes come out, who have noticed uh, always using their own music now, which I guess really solidifies them as a team. I know we would have had that for a little while, but it's always interesting to see. Um, say they've got backups, pretty obvious who's going to be Seamus back from his wedding. Um, yeah. In the real world wedding, anyway. It'd be yeah, great yeah. to see him. Uh, the mic, they absolutely messed the mic oh, up yeah, that was here, funny. which was hilarious with Seamus talking, but actually not being heard on the mic. But Roman really played it out well here. Um, basically taking the mic out of Seamus. Yeah, he so was like, you can't even you get, can't get a mic, mic to, work. to work. What are you going to do? Um, <laughs> which, which was really was clever. Really I like good that because sometimes they stumble, don't they? They don't really know what to do. Yeah. Um, and then Drew, interestingly, comes to the rescue, which, as you said, it's it's all but confirmed that this is going to be our men's Yeah, well, the bloodline are on the, on the Survivor Series poster. Um, yeah. And there's a, a team of five. Well, obviously, like I say, Sammy wasn't there, so it was four, four here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a four and four brawl here. But obviously, this Friday, uh, Sami Zayn has a World Cup match against Butch. So that's obviously in that feud. So I think we're going to get the fifth members, uh, fifth member revealed on SmackDown um, to counter Sami Zayn 
is what I'm guessing. Uh, but yeah, this was a fun segment. It was brought to go off the... I wonder yeah. if he hadn't had his injury, would it have been Kevin Owens? Well, this is what I was going to speculate. So I've read some stuff in the last couple of hours, actually, about this, because a lot of people were saying, oh, it was... a lot of people were saying last Friday, I bet it's Kevin Owens. Um, a lot of people were speculating him. Some people speculated maybe like a Tyler Bate, purely because his connection with Pete Dunne and it being an all-British faction, but he's not had any interaction with Roman or anything, so I don't think that makes sense, personally. Um, I mean, that would be cool, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, you'll be better in a better standing to answer to me, but I'm not sure what he's doing on NXT at the moment. I mean, he had his initial no. Oh, he's gone matches. quiet, which is why he's gone but quiet. But I think most people speculated Kevin Owens, and then obviously there was a live event I think it was last week and he um, hurt himself. He limped to the back and it was reported he's got some sort of sprain or strain. But I've been reading in the last couple of hours that Kevin Owens might be scheduled for this Friday Smackdown. So if that's the case, because I what I read was the injury could be anything from two to six weeks, which isn't a long right. injury. Uh, and obviously War Games was two weeks from when it, it, it happened. So maybe it's very minor. Yeah, um, and I suppose you can still have him in the match and have some pretty good spots while still protecting him. Yes, um, he'll, probably, I mean, at, he'll probably be the last man in. Yeah. Because, you know, it, in war uh, games, they go... Makes sense. It then gives some real tension between him and Sammy. You could even yeah. have him as a next challenger, maybe for Roma. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, they've already... They did do that feud once before, but there's no reason why they couldn't run it back. Um, no. I, I think we're going to get Sheamus and Roman next. There's a, there's a line what... of people, isn't there? There's still a bit of a queue of people that you can have face him and yeah. look a legitimate threat, which is pretty cool. I, um, I think they'll more concentrate on Kevin and Sammy's storyline. Yeah. Trying to get Sammy out of this situation and then that'll mm-hmm. lead to the Usos versus Kevin and Sammy. Uh, but yeah, I think Sheamus would be the next challenger for Roman. Um, that's that'd be good. But yeah, I enjoyed that, that section. Um Going back into the, um, if we're finished talking about that, are you fish? Just nod if you are. Yeah, just, or just got to say, yeah, if that is the five on five match, I'd be really looking forward to that. I would be hyped for that. That'd be great. I'd hope Triple H wouldn't just throw somebody random in there, but you never know, um, to be honest. But something else that really did interest me, I don't know if this is going anywhere, but completely unexpected. So we had an LA Knight backstage interview. Yeah, this was he, not a feud I expected to see. He's just chatting, isn't he, to... Um, is it Marie Kelly? Is that, is that her I, name? I'm not sure who it was. No, I don't I can't remember. That's that. not her name. But, I can't remember which uh, interview. I might have just made was. up a random name. It might have been Megan Moran. I'm not sure. It might have been her. I'm it might have been sure. Kayla Braxton. I'm not sure who it was. Oh, I have no idea. I'm getting the wrong brands now, aren't I, as well? Yeah, I'm mixing the, uh, mixing the brands up. But yeah, he's, he's having a backstage interview, and then you get the screen behind Flickr. Um, for Bray and I just that happens a lot anyway doesn't it because it just usually yeah. means he's on the show but didn't expect Bray to then turn up not no certainly not no and have a bit of a fire back and forth which resulted in Bray Wyatt then headbutting LA Knight which I think is interesting because it's showing a real angry side to Bray which I didn't think we were going to see initially um, yeah and also a feud out of nowhere, potentially, with LA Knight, which I'm hoping is not just a one-match thing, because I, I think these two could could really, especially on the microphones, could really go. Um, and yeah, LA this, this could be got that sort of spicy tongue where he's, he's saying some pretty sharp things. 
this is a big feud for both of them because I think LA Knight needed a huge... He's not had a big feud on the main roster. I mean, he literally come out of his LA Knight gimmick, beat the former male model guys, and obviously had a bit of a feud with Ricochet, which was fine. But for him to be put in there with Bray Wyatt, as Bray Wyatt's first feud is huge for LA Knight, I think. Yeah. And from Bray Wyatt's point of view, you know, he hasn't really been feuding with anyone feud, since he come back. He's been... Feuding with himself almost, you know, this Uncle Howdy character has been being revealed. We're not really sure where it was going. And I was hoping soon we were going to get a feud with someone on the roster. Mm. Whether like Mr. Howdy was somebody on the roster or or somebody else. Yeah, I was, certainly wasn't expecting it to be LA Knight, but I'm over the moon because I think, like you say, the promos are going to so be so interesting to know where this is going to go as well, because you're going to get some serious heat on LA Knight just because of his microphone work. But yeah. if if Bray is like angry like it is that it's it's not really face heel is it um no and i wonder whether i mean on paper you'd say lna is going to lose this feud but yeah is there I, I would assume impacts so. are there other impacts which are going to cause this like well yeah cause not obviously, because obviously uncle howdy and yeah we don't know craziness. what's going to happen with this uncle howdy character and whether he's going to be involved or so yeah, yeah. It, it makes it very I think intriguing. You get more out of it as well if you have LA Knight win, like not 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 actually win, but win because Bray has some an episode or something like that. He's going to have some serious heat because he's going to think he's Billy Big Balls, isn't he, for for beating Bray Wyatt? Yeah, yeah. And the Bray Wyatt's not going to lose anything because it, the story's continuing. The um, the sort of uh, mysteriousness around him. But yeah, I'm just excited for this, which is what is getting me thinking, which is what a good feud should do, isn't it? You, you yeah, don't know exactly. What's happen. No, it's really exciting. Like, I don't think anyone expected this this feud. Um, Show yeah, some real uh, investment. I wonder where they're going to do this. Are they going to drag it on for a while? I don't think it'll be a match. At, um, it could be a match at Survivor Series. You know, it could be. I suppose it's quite soon, though, isn't it? it? You want yeah, but you want Bray's first match to be on quite a big stage. And yeah, if they don't do um, it at Survivor Series, then Royal Rumble's too far too, away. That's too far. <laughs> so, yeah, night. I mean, he hasn't wrestled yet. So I would love it if they just did this as a, as a match at Survivor Series. Um, it is quite right, soon. Yeah. But, um, unless they do it on... They could do it on a SmackDown, but it does feel like a bit of a waste. It should, Bray Wyatt feels like he should be... A well, if it's not attraction. sold out, if you put Bray Wyatt on the card, it's going to draw, isn't it? Yeah. So Yeah, absolutely. Um... <sighs> I'm happy to move on to something else if you are. Definitely, yeah. Um, we had the start of the World Cup, which was an interesting, um, you know, announcement for the tournament. We got the full announcement of the competitors. Uh, we had, and the, we got the first two matches in there. Interestingly, we got Mustafa Ali on there replacing the injured Rey Mysterio from SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mustafa Ali, obviously from Raw, <coughs> um, but we got. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Santos Escobar. Um, we talked about the importance of them having a one-on-one match and yes. the importance really of Escobar getting a big win to sort of kickstart his career on SmackDown. And that's exactly what he got here. Yeah. Which was needed. Yeah, I was pleased. But I mean, it was a very good match. Yeah, it was, um, it was pretty good. You say, definitely needed that win. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, I think it was um, a top rope phantom driver in the end. It's quite an impressive uh, finish to the match from Escobar um, to put Nakamura away. I mean, Nakamura feels like an afterthought at the moment, but 
you know, not everyone can be pushed at once. I know Triple H obviously still likes Nakamura, so I don't think he's got too much to worry about. But Escobar, great start for him. I wonder who he's going to face in the next round. Um, but it could well be the man we saw later on in this World Cup, which was Braun Strowman versus Jinder Mahal coming back. Um, first match in the Triple H era for Jinder. Uh, he's not been on TV at all. I um, did feel sorry for him here because he's he's doing a promo. Um, and then he has to face, then he has to face Strowman, which yeah. he, at least he got a bit of mic time, destroyed. a bit of TV time for him. Um, and he did actually, for the first few seconds of the match, he really went at Braun and was getting, you know, and I was like, hang on a minute, they're making Jinder look all right. Here. And then suddenly Braun just squashed him. But yeah, I mean, it's the right result, obviously. Um, but Braun, I, my pr- early prediction is that Braun wins this tournament. Um, I just don't see him being stopped, and I think Braun because it's a the winner gets a number one contendership, don't they, for the Intercontinental title? And I think they can see money in a Gunter Braun Strowman feud. That is a beast of a match. Yeah. So I think that's where I think that's what's going to happen in this tournament. I think it's all set up for Braun to to win. Um, there are a couple of matches this week. We've got Ricochet and Ali this week, which will be a high flying banger of a match, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember. Oh, Sammy Zayn and Butch. Sammy Zayn and Butch. I mentioned it. Yeah, they're going to be two very so, good matches. So that'd be great. But I, I just really think Braun Strowman's going to win. Out of all the people in it, I think it makes sense. Yeah. No, I've got no issue with that as well. And it's um, keeping away from titles for now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's the Intercontinental title, but yeah, that's fine. Um, but I like that. I like the fact that there's an incentive to go to the mid-card titles. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we got a women's six-pack challenge, and it feels like they book one of these matches every now and then, and they just put all the women on the show because they don't know what to do with them. Um, and this was a bit sloppy, to be honest. Um, There's an awful spot in this that was botched by a table. Oh, that um, was terrible, wasn't it? You just have Liv and... Um, Liv, Raquel, and I can't remember who else was involved. Just Was it Sonia Deville? Just all lying outside the yeah, ring? Yeah, it was Sonia They Deville. didn't know what to do, did they? No, they messed, um, they messed it up. I'm not sure whose exact fault it was, but whatever they were trying, experience there. it was they were just all lying there, weren't they? And then, yeah, and the match itself, even before that, wasn't particularly great. It was okay, but it wasn't particularly great. And then Shotzi got the win in the end. Yeah, and the moment I saw... I mean, it's nice to see Shotzi get a bit of a push, but the moment I saw that, I thought, well, this is a two-minute match, so surely. This yeah. Is, this is Ronda, and probably... Um, I can't remember her name. Shayna. Shayna Baszler. Just basically just destroying her after the match as well. I think, potentially, do you think we're going to get a Charlotte Flair return here or something like that? Maybe, but I feel like they need to build... They need a new challenger for Ronda because there's just not believable people on SmackDown. She's faced most of the people already that are credible. Sasha Banks, so that's too soon, really, I think. I would love it, but yeah, I just don't I just don't see it. I mean, you could do They're going to save that, aren't they, for Rumble? Which is what I'm thinking with Charlotte. Well, are they gonna, if they've waited this long, why not? Survivor Series Rumble? is in Boston, which is Sasha Banks' hometown. I mean, it would be the perfect time for her to return. You know, I've heard some speculation. She could even show up at full gear on Saturday. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I'm not sure about her in terms of her return date. It seems like she's got so much going on outside of wrestling at the moment. I'm not sure about Sasha Banks right now. No. 
But I would love it if she returned at Survivor Series and, and confronted Ronda after the match or something. Uh, that would be perfect. Or got involved in the Women's War Games match, but yeah. But yeah, this match was a little bit messy. Lacey Evans took the pin. I actually thought, do you know what? I had a feeling going into the match that Lacey Evans was going to win purely because it was on um, Veterans Day and Lacey Evans obviously yeah. famously is a Marine, isn't she? And I just had a feeling, I was like, oh, they're going to bloody get Lacey to win this for that, aren't they? And But they didn't. They had to actually take the pin. So I was quite surprised by that. Um, after the match, Shotzi went backstage and had a little chat with uh, Emma, who didn't do much on this show. Emma was looking for Madcap Moss, which was, I, I think they're going to do some relationship storyline there because they're dating in real life. Uh, Emma and Madcap. So there I'm was a purpose to that. never too keen with those stories no. until they're further down the line because it can always be a bit iffy. I mean, it's people like Miz and Maurice, Beth and... And Ed plus they're not... Work. Neither of them are that established. That I feel like they they work as a couple. Like, mm. Miz and Maurice. I mean, Miz has been around so long that you can do that. And like, you know, if it's Seth and Becky or someone, like two top stars. But yeah, Emma and Madcap would be a bit random. But yeah, anyway, they're interrupted um, by by Shayna, um, and then uh, Shotzi's basically running them out, saying she can cause a shock. Um, and then she turns around to tell Ronda, and Shayna Baszler ch- chokes her out. I really like the the, the use of Shayna Baszler at the moment. This is how she should be booked. Exactly. Yeah, she was yeah. wasted for years, wasn't she? Yeah, just a badass who can way choke better. people out anytime she wants. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't even have to wrestle that often. Just doing it backstage to people, um, you know, all that kind of stuff um, is great. But I think we've got shots of Shane Shane on Friday. So that should be an interesting one um, for sure. Yeah, I mean, surely Shotzi can't win. But yeah, but I mean, sorry, sorry, she can't can't lose. (laughs) Yeah, she can't lose. Yeah, she can't lose because that would just be insane. Uh, Screwy finish or a roll up, probably. Um, Maybe you get someone in Shotzi's corner. Emma, maybe after what we saw last week, yeah, possibly. Raquel was her like tag team partner work. before, so you could do that. But uh, yeah, yeah. So moving on, I guess the, the only other thing I can say that was noteworthy was the Viking Raiders appearing yes. with Sarah Logan. Yeah, um, so there was an advertised match of uh, Zelina Vega versus Beef. I was like, okay, here we go. Here comes the five star classic, um, and then. As they do their entrances, yeah, the Viking Raiders music hits. Sarah Logan appears on the ramp, and then the Viking Raiders attack them. All Zelina Vega managed to run away, but B-Fab got taken out by Sarah Logan. Um, Legado and Hit Row both got destroyed. Yeah, so they might have to team up now rather than feud. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how, how that works, to be honest. Um, it could be a triple threat feud of some sort. I don't, I'm, I'm not really sure where it's going, but you've got three. You've got the three women involved. Basically, it's three factions, isn't it? With two men and one woman. So yeah, it could be quite interesting, actually, couldn't it? Could be an interesting dynamic. Um, Sarah Logan had a new look, which you know I've seen her get some heat for because apparently there's a wrestler that she copied it from who looks. Exactly yeah, I've seen pictures. It does look very similar, but. Whatever. I mean, well, I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. What I it don't is. think the wrestler is big enough to really be that bothered by. Um, but yeah, she looks pretty cool. Angry. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I think the Viking Raiders were doing really well when just before the injury happened. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they had that good match with the New Day, um, 
and they were tearing through them like they were beating them all the time and and so it'll be interesting to see if they can pick up where they left off because I felt like they were they were on a bit yeah of a they were role. doing really well the they last were on a bit match of a they had was awesome wasn't it yeah the one with the new day the like Viking mm. rules match or whatever it that was. was sick yeah I enjoyed that a lot it was good um so yeah hopefully they can uh, continue that now. And at so, least there's some tag teams on SmackDown. Like yeah, we're, we're getting some... Yeah, we're getting all sorts going on. I'm enjoying it. Well, I think that's all for SmackDown for me that was anything noteworthy. I think that was most of the show, actually. That was pretty uh, much it, yeah. So, on to Raw is War. Where would you like to start on this? I think we need to talk about Austin Theory because last yes. week, obviously, we had the cash-in, the failed cash-in. Mm-hmm. People saying he was buried. People were rightly unhappy with the booking. The waste of the money bank. You mentioned it on the podcast last yeah, week. Obviously, yeah, I, I wasn't here, but I listened to it. About that. <laughs> but, you know, and a lot of people said, oh, Austin Theory's like dead in the water. Now, what does he do from here? I think they did a great job. This is perfect. Of bringing him back, changing him completely. No selfie. He didn't bring the yeah. phone out with him. He's got a new beard. Beard, serious. Yeah. He looks pretty cool now, actually. Um, he cut a good promo and then he went after people. Rollins at the end. Yeah. So, yeah, I think actually, I mean, he mentioned it in his promo. He said the having the money in the bank was actually holding me back. And at yeah. first I was like, but it's not though, is it? But then when I watched the show and I was like, do you know what? They're probably right. Because in real life. He was never cashing it, it in. Of, no, if we take it out of, out of context, it is it was holding him back because everyone thought how ridiculous it was that he had it. And when you've got a champion like Roman, who you know he's not going to, you know he's yeah. not pinning Roman Reigns for that. You know he's not catching no. in. So I'm not happy it got It wasted, almost was. But... No, I'm not. But the thing is, I don't think Triple H ever books Fury to be, have that man in the bank briefcase. No. Vince did that. So no. he was undoing it. Yeah, he did it. In a, he undone it in a probably not Fury the best to have way. A belt, but not to have a money in the bank. No. Not no. yet. But I have to say, yeah, the sort of the way they rebooked him here, I think, yeah, you know, and by, judging by the reaction I saw online about Theory this week, people seem more interested in him now than they ever have done when he had the briefcase. Well, I am, after yeah. this show, so I, I, I think yeah. in the long run they've done a great thing here. He also had an absolute banger of a match on this show. He was a bit everywhere, really, because he had the um, he explained I think the cash in the. Um having the money in the bank and then turn into this though, in a way has a bit of a catapult effect. Yeah. I think because it was so crap. Um, I think Triple H just knows exactly what he's doing. And it's, <laughs> he's, he's done it the exact right way, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, from the losing every week, it wasn't, a, I don't think it was, I think it was a purposeful burial. I think it was, yeah, this was I, all I, I, leading to I, this. Because people were saying, oh, Triple H must not like theory. I yeah, don't think, he, I think he loves like, theory. I think he actually yeah. loves Theory. He just yeah. wants him pushed in a different way. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a personal thing. I think it's no. getting rid of the... the it felt like booking. that, didn't it? But I, I agree. I think he's just very clever. Um, yeah, well, he, he liked him in NXT, but he was just booked very yeah. differently. Um, Definitely. But he had a banger of a match with Ziggler. I bet yeah, he this really match was, for that. Yeah, this match was, I thought, the best thing on the show in terms of the wrestler. I thought it was absolutely was brilliant. brilliant. And Ziggler, it's just, I mean, I can't put him over how good he is, like, at doing this and he's just not used often enough but the crowd like I don't know how they do it but they buy into him winning all the time like yeah, yeah. the zigzag always get kicked out of but the crowd always pop when he hits the zigzag and gets a near fall um, and his selling was 
incredible in this match, um, especially towards the end when Fury took him out, I think, with a punch. Oh, he kicked he, the hell out of him, didn't he? And then he's banging his head on the um, yeah. thing. And obviously, I like the finish of the match as well because we're talking about Fury being rebuilt. He could have pinned him and won after doing the A-Town down. Then he yeah. hit another one and he, he ends up just referee stopping the match because he was so savage. And I thought, do you know what? That's exactly what Fury needed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really, really strong booking for Fury. And I really enjoyed the match with Ziggler. And like I say, I've got to give Ziggler credit as well for making him look amazing. Um, and then he goes after Seth at the end as well. So we'll talk about the main event match in a second. So yeah, he attacks Seth Rollins afterwards as well. So not just done with, on Dolph Ziggler. He goes after the top star on Raw, really, in Rollins. Mm. Yeah, which is going to give him some serious heat, isn't it? Yeah, every decision around theory was brilliant on that. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah, and what did you make of the... So we'll talk about the main event because we got a special attraction of a match, really. Uh, so with I Finn really Balor enjoyed and Seth this. Oh, I loved it. Brilliant yeah. match. Um, the only... I was thinking you can't have either of these lose clean here. It's yeah, of course. Gonna, I mean, you can't take the bet off Seth. That's just insane. He's just got it. And Finn... I just thought, thinking back to, even back to when they had the Universal title match, I was like, Finn won that. You can't just have him lose on Raw. This could be a potentially bigger feud. Yeah. Plus um, they're building him versus AJ at the paper. Yeah. So can't have him lose here. But then we ended up with the OC and the Judgment Day coming out and having a massive brawl. Um, and sort of in amongst that, Rollins managed to hit the stomp on Finn to get the one, two, three. So... Rollins got the win on paper, but obviously it was caused by outside interference in a way. Yeah, um, which we kind of knew was going to happen, but it was, was the fine. right booking for this, this match. Was definitely the right booking. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And I'm enjoying the OC Judgment Day stuff. I'm enjoying that a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm more into it again now. Now there's a. I was getting annoyed with them not revealing the Rhea Ripley like equalizer thing because yeah, it was, was just getting annoying. boring. They dragged it out too long. Now they've done that. I think the feud's good again. Um, yeah. It's a bit more fresh and interesting. But yeah, really good match between Balor and Rollins. Really good. Uh, which led on to the Rollins beatdown. Um, well, since we've mentioned uh, Judgment Day OC feud, we might as well talk about that. So we had a, a match, Dana Brooke versus EO Sky, which, to be honest, me and Keeney talked a bit about maybe Dana Brooke wasn't too much liked. But Yeah, maybe- I... I, I thought you. Um, I thought it was interesting that conversation about because I again a bit like the theory situation. I don't think that was personal. I know they made some digs on commentary, but I don't think it's personal against Dana Brooke. I think it was they need to get rid of the twenty four seven title, and that yeah. was the way to do it. I, I well, they've given her a chance personal. again, haven't they, on the TV, which is nice against Theo Sky, um, which I guess disproves that theory. Um, but that, I will say, we'll get to it in a minute, but there were quite a few jobbers that aren't normally on TV on this show that had matches. Um, so that was strange. And Dana Brooke being one of them. Um, I don't know but, if yeah. Triple H is just trying to give people a chance. To Maybe, but I think also they're, they're a bit thin on the, they were a bit thin on the ground this week, I think, with yeah. um, injuries. You know, there's quite a few people on more out at the moment. They've moved Rey Mysterio over. He got injured. Kevin Owens yep. is injured. Randy Orton, Cody Rhodes. I don't know, like you say, Street Profits, I'm not sure where they are, but um, there's quite a few people on Raw. Obviously, Becky Lynch is missing, Edge is miss- missing. So there's TV time to fill. Um, so the people like Benjamin, Tozawa, Tamina, they all got on this show and they haven't been much recently. No, definitely. But it is nice to see something a little bit different, I guess. I agree. I agree. Um, I think it was just a little bit too much of one Raw, which 
maybe brought the quality of the matches down a little bit. I, I know we've mentioned two that were really good with the... Yeah, the rest weren't... Didn't and there really were quite really a few squash me. matches on this show that weren't interesting. Yeah. Um, well, as I think I mentioned to you off uh, air, I wasn't as engaged in Raw and SmackDown this week as I have been in previous weeks. And maybe that is why I was I was really sort of concentrating on the main feuds, but wasn't too bothered on the filler. Yeah, um, I think I Raw real... with, for certain that was the case this week. Yeah. Um, but I guess the real main point of this was that... Um, I don't know what the main point was now. So we were talking about Eo and Dana. I've lost myself. Um, so Eo wins with an over the moonsault. And then um, that's it. That was when we set up the women's war games match. That's it. Yeah. Mia that comes was out. the point I was getting to. Yeah. <laughs> I'd lost myself on my notes. That's yeah, all right. Mia Yim coming out. Yeah. To announce that she's in the war games match, uh, which is cool. Look forward to seeing that. Yeah. And then Rhea Ripley, obviously, on the opposite side of that. Yes. and Towers Damage Control. So now we've got nine names confirmed out of the ten. Um, so we've got all five members of the heels. You've got Damage Control, Nikki Cross, and uh, Rhea. And then you've got the four baby faces, Bianca, Alexa, Asuka, and Mia Yim. So there's one spot remaining. I'm assuming it's going to be Candice LeRae at this point. Yeah, uh, I think Because I they took her out, I, I, but I don't know. Um, she hasn't been on Raw for a couple of weeks, but I think I agree it's going to be, and I think we'll see her this coming Monday. Um, yeah, but talking about Mia Yim, I mean, as you say, it, it sort of all feels one, it sort of goes from one thing to the other, doesn't it? Um, so Mia Yim had a match versus Tamina, yeah, as you say, another, um, quite harshly you call them jobbers, but yeah. <laughs> Well, she's, Tamina, she is a job, isn't she? Ain't nobody meaner, Fisher. Don't Nothing you remember, Don't you ever forget that? <laughs> um, but yeah, me, me and him got the win. There's not much else to say about that. No, the match was short, and it was yeah. just basically to give me a year my first match and a first win, which is yeah. fine. You don't have to have a wrestle. No. Thing is, I thought, oh, they're probably going to have a have a match against someone like Io Shirai or Dakota Kai, and then get pinned or rolled up on her first match. I'd rather her just have a quick squash match and beat yeah. Tamina um, and save. Them wrestling for the pay per view. She um, looks really cool now as well. One thing I did she does look she's really got cool. um, old Becky Lynch goggles on. Yeah, I know yeah. yeah, I think she fits. I know you said it last week back. as well. I think she fits really well with the OC. She does. Um, I think she, yeah. she just seems really cool. And I like the fact they've given her a nickname and everything. And yeah, I think it, um, I think it's quite cool. Uh, me, I like the little comedy elements they have as well. Um, yeah. Sometimes I don't like it, but I quite liked the uh, gallows, the yeah, gallows yeah. sort of comments, which was just quite funny with me and playing off of that. And yeah. that's where we got actually. That's where you mentioned earlier, been gearing up to face AJ Styles. That's where we got the announcement. Yes, um, the challenge. That's going to be one v one at Survivor Series. That was banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were speculating that you know there's enough people for them to do some sort of war games or multi-person thing at Survivor Series, but we've already got the other two War Games matches. I would rather see a one-on-one Finn Balor AJ Styles match. Like yep. That's the best match you can do at, out of those situations. Um, the others are sure to be involved, but yeah, Finn Balor versus AJ Styles, I mean, who who doesn't want a bit of that? Um, and that could go either way. It's an interesting one. Um, let's move on to something else. Um Talking of the Judgment Day, we've got Dominic versus Shelton Benjamin as well. He yeah. beat him with a frog splash. Um, poor old Shelton Benjamin losing to Dominic. But, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's life for him these days, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Riddle versus Gable had a banger. 
yeah, that that was a good match. Um, yeah, random match. You know, we've seen them quite a bit wrestle and these two, but um, Riddle's definitely a bit lost. I think he is yeah, now he is. just wandering around, waiting for the Royal Rumble. For yeah. Mr. Orson to return, and then he's going to be thrown into a massive feud. That that's what I think is happening at the moment. Bit of a shame because he had a lot of momentum. He did um, with the Rollins feud as that. well. You know, yeah. he had, with the Rollins feud was great, and then but yeah, and that, then then he just he kind of got paired with Elias, and hasn't. I mean, it's not been bad, but it just hasn't done much yet. Um, and I feel like they are just yeah. They need to build water. love for him though I feel to to make it more crushing yeah um, but yeah I think they're waiting for Randy Orton to come back aren't they yeah maybe they yeah, get Survivor Series out of the way good match between the two of them and a rare Very win good. for Gable yeah um, yeah he never wins um, no. uh, Otis obviously lifted his feet onto the thing so I think he lost did he beat or lose to Otis last week and then he lost again to Gable so Riddle's lost a couple of times as well I think um, Otis beat him. Yeah, he? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So he's lost to both members as well. Obviously, we are going to get a tag match of Elias. Like, that's clearly coming. Um, and then really yeah. Elias will probably get their win back. But yeah. <coughs> Certainly um, quite interesting. What was also interesting on his show was the use of Akira Tozawa. Um, I haven't seen him in a long time. I actually really like this. So he uh... had a. Fun little poker thing backstage with uh, Corbin and JBL, which led to a match. It was to set up a, a whole thing. But what's interesting for me is the aftermath of w- what was posted online afterwards. But if you want to talk about the actual match itself, because you said you liked it or the site promos or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I just found it relatively amusing, I guess. Um, I didn't take it very seriously, didn't read into it too much, which I guess you're about to tell me what happened and I might backtrack. But I think it was just nice to see Corbin. He's, he's pretty good at doing these weird sort of promos, like back in the days of when it was um, pre-Happy Corbin and and actual early days Happy Corbin. It was quite good. It got stale quite quickly after that. Um yeah, this just, yeah, just thought it was just something random. I loved that um, by the end of it, he looked like um, Corbin looked like when he was bum-ass Corbin again. And JBL looked all like, his hair was all like, yeah, looked well shusted, like his tie was undone. He was just like, yeah, I love that. Um, the match itself wasn't too much, but Suzawa actually dominated it. Um, which I thought old, was a bit it? weird and then Corbin just hit the end of days they, they kept playing up that there was going to be a massive upset he, he, he was on the top rope he was doing drop kicks and I was like why is Tazawa dominating this match it was really weird the only feeling I noticed that actually but the only reason I feel that probably is a good way of playing the story because Corbin's so annoyed and distracted by the fact he's just lost all this money um, he wasn't yeah. sort of in the zone, whereas normally he's coming out and he's coming out to kick ass. Yeah. Um, but it is a bit weird, isn't it? But um, yes, I, but I, like I said, I think the reason I think the reason that they did that was because I noticed afterwards, and this is what I'm saying about the post online. So Tazawa posted a picture of him of the the ninja outfit, as if he was saying like right. goodbye to that. So I uh, don't okay. know. And then it said something like goodbye or something like that um now i don't know if he's leaving wwe and his contract's running out and he's leaving or whether triple h has said i don't like your ninja gimmick i think it's stupid 
you can go back to being the original Akira Tozawa you were, where when yeah. he was quite popular. I used to really enjoy it. Old yeah, so I've got a feeling the reason they, they gave him this match and gave him some time was because it was either his last match in WWE or his last match in that gimmick. Um, yes. So, yeah, either way, I think it, it's mean, it means that. Hopefully not his last match in WWE because I think he's got. A, I I enjoy a lower card comedy character. He's fine, isn't he? Yeah. Um, um is that it? There was some stuff with the Miz. Oh, um, of I course. just can't. I've said it before. I'm just not enjoying this. No, <laughs> I I, I'm not really. I can't get into it. This is so boring and a waste of Gargano and the Miz. I mean, I know Keeney really likes Dexter Loomis. I enjoyed it initially, where he was sort of in the crowd and things. I just don't think I'm a Dexter Loomis I'm fan. Not, I think, do you know I what? Without Indy Hartwell, is. I don't like him as much. I think the yeah. relationship stuff with Indy Hartwell was good. I liked the yeah. stuff they did there. Um, without Indy Hartwell, I don't think it's as good. Um, and I've enjoyed Gargano's part in this. I, li- I liked the segment with the the investigation and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, in terms of he could be doing something a lot better. Um, and this felt just a bit samey. Miz apologized, but then basically didn't. Um, and then Gargano said that in two weeks, Loomis will have a match for them with the Miz. And if Loomis wins, he has to pay him all he owes him and he gets a WWE contract. But we've already had that. Well, I don't know if we didn't actually get the match, but that was meant to happen weeks ago. So we're basically back to where we were. Um, and Loomis is obviously going to win, isn't he? So, Yeah. I'd, it's I'd it's just, a bit of a waste of time. Really. I'm ready for it to be done. Yeah. I, I can't. Have I it. am now. You, I, I, you can't like everything, can you? I mean, you can't no. like everything on the show. And this is one of those things I don't like. Um, I mean, a bit odd that I just spoke about a poker game that Tazawa versus Corbin and I liked it. So <laughs> but it's, whatever floats, eh? Whatever floats your boat. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, not float mine. No, and not like you say, not everything's going to um, realistically. I think that that's all I've got. Yeah, uh, I was thinking, God, there must have been more than that. But and we've ended on uh, <laughs> the Miz feud. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I wish there was something positive to talk about, but I think uh, there was some there was some good stuff this there week. Some very good say. wrestling. I noticed we didn't we didn't choose a skid mark or a top mark. There wasn't anything I really hated. There was some banging matches. I mean you, the top mark could have gone to Usos. I would have given the theory day. I would have given could've the book and a theory the top mark, yeah. I think. I, I really think my skid mark would have been the, the women's six way match on SmackDown. Oh, so. the, the messed up bot yeah. spot yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't that, good. That wasn't um, good. I think it the way they dealt bad. with it was a bit weird. It was like none yeah. of them knew what to do. It, it um, was shot, it was it was poor. Yeah, <laughs> let's skid all over that, shall we? Yeah, yeah. That that I haven't actually given out many um top marks and skid marks recently. I feel like I've gone I've stopped I think because the, the WWE product now is more solid and there's not as many embarrassing things, but there's yes, there's loads of good things, but occasion and occasionally there's something amazing. I yeah. think we're not doing it as much, it's not as obvious. Um maybe that's a good thing, but yeah. Um, but in Definitely terms of good thing. uh predict we've got predictions coming up. Uh so full gear this weekend, if you want to join in the predictions for that, which is Saturday night, and then we've got Survivor Series War Games 
War Games next week. Ah, oh, you could tell you got a sore throat. That wasn't quite yeah, it wasn't as, as good as uh, it. But I, last week you it, said it's not the same about me doing it. it. Next yeah. week we'll get the proper War Games. Yeah. And if you're uh, new to listening, Fisher likes doing a War Games impression that really Regal used to do. Yeah. Because um, that would have been really weird if you didn't know what that was. Um, but it, it's great. Um, well, I hope you're suitably recharged. Uh, yeah, keep keep an eye, as Fisher said, because we will fire out our predictions next week. We actually have some AW predictions this week, which yep. you can join in, in on our Twitter. Whether or not you've been in our little tournament or not, please uh, follow us and join in. It's just a bit of fun. Um, yeah, at Recharge Wrestle. Yes, that's it. At Recharge Wrestle. And if you listen to this on podcast, please follow us on YouTube. Give us a like and subscribe. We are Recharge Wrestling. If you type that into your search bar, you should see us somewhere down there. And we will see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.